done interviews, but not Heavy. for nothing but uh, sports. This so. Oh yeah. <laughs> Back when I played ball. Yeah. Yeah. Did I you did just them. play football or did you play basketball? Basketball, stuff? ran track. I thought that. I thought you was like a fucking superior athlete. It. I was all right. Yeah. I was. I tried. It's the best we can all do, right? I tried real hard. I tried. I really just didn't want to have to go to college. Yeah. And like, pay for all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of because my mommy and daddy couldn't afford it. That's kind of we we good, Mike. Okay. So cheers, cheers. my friends. Hey. Cheers, Mike. (laughs) Just because you back there don't mean you don't count. (laughs) So it's pretty smooth, ain't it? Yeah. That's good whiskey. My dad actually recommended that. Yeah, that's a little scary. I <laughs> know. <laughs> the good stuff's always scary because yeah, you don't like, know when I to could stop. Chug it. That's not yeah. good. That's okay. We'll keep you off. Yeah, yeah that, just we'll pour glasses. <laughs> so, um, did you grow up here, man? In I did. Somerset? Yeah, well, in Science Hill. In Science Hill. Yeah, on Stylesville Road. Yeah, Plastic County. Plastic County grew so up. So you know everybody. Like everybody knows everybody, right? We're in Plastic County. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's all you got. Everybody say. knows everybody. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, tell me a little bit about your background, man. Like growing up and stuff. Grow up. All right. Um, what's the the earliest memories I got from when I was little is always a lot of a lot of us. You know, yeah. Uh, I'm amused, but I'm also a, my mom is a Crawford, so like, she's a triplet. Got two older brothers. We all grew up on the same road on Stylesville. Oh, nice. We'd get off on the bus, and there'd be have what seven eight of us get off on the bus at my <laughs> mamaw's house so you need a bus yourself pretty much it's, almost yeah, that's yeah how my they, family you can call it a short bus probably, <laughs> but yeah we'd need a bus and then uh we get off and uh go catch bullfrogs in the creek oh yeah you know like go swing off grapevines let them break when i'm halfway over and fall on rocks yep been there yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's it's all the same then uh shoot or running on hay bales. Oh, I did that. Playing my, tag. I actually broke my arm in half. Got the scar. Got the yeah. scar because I was running on hay bales when I was around hey, 12. Yeah, That's awesome. <laughs> it wasn't that's, at that the means moment, from, that's That means you're from where I'm from. Exactly, dude. You know what I mean? Fuck and yeah. That's a lot of man. people have grown up like that and just don't embrace it. That's true, dude. That's as me, like in elementary school, I would get picked on by the kids that lived in the city because I wore boots and Wrangler jeans to school every day. When it's clothing. You know? And you know what? Yeah. At at that point in time, it's like, as long as my mommy and daddy got me a roof over my head and clothes on my back and food to eat, I'm good. Oh, yeah, dude. And and even then, like, uh, we always, they were both school teachers. You know, my mom and father were. So, um, we always had what we needed. Always. I never I never wanted for anything. You know what I'm saying? So, I did grow up differently than some people because I know a lot of people who didn't grow up where they were, were uh, even around their mom and dads. Yeah, me too. Or had somebody to fall back on, which is just the reality that we live in definitely here too yeah especially you know because we're in the same generation age-wise so we kind of grew up during you know the recession and everything happening and we all felt that the recession after the recession yes like that, we, though, we yeah, heard the about one? the recession <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and then you get there and then there's there's recessions uh, there well uh, i think there's been two since i've been alive when you're talking about struggles, yeah, you know, for the for, for the, the whole economy. Well, 
for the middle class and lower. Yeah. It's not the whole economy. No, it's... Man, there's a big difference when... Okay, when you have a hundred grand to your name, right, and assets and values, your property, everything you own, hundred grand, and I've got a mil or plus, who do you think is going to struggle if something hits the fan? Yeah. I'll be struggling. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah I would be too. <laughs> I have my whole life. I struggle right now. <laughs> I thrive but, while I struggle. Yeah. I don't know about you. I do but. better that way. Because <laughs> it, it makes me, it, it's a good thing to struggle. It makes you dig. And I think that that's one of the most important aspects about this area that we live in is not that we're, we, we're not, I've never truly been handed anything, you know? Yeah. I've been placed in uh, positions where I've had opportunity, you know, but I've never been given anything. It's like, all right, you want to work for it, work for it. That's yeah. That's and how I was raised as myself. You know why? Because we ain't no different. It's true, man. <laughs> brothers, no different, brothers. Hey, <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Because that's it's one of those things where it's just important. That, that I think um, your environment, you're a product of your environment. Yeah, definitely. Whether you want to say so, or anybody can argue that. You know, it's like, oh, well, I grew up in the hood and I got out of it, or I grew up in this and I got out of it. Well, good. You know, there's, it, but you're a product of your environment. Yep, you definitely are. And, and the thing about it is, I'm not saying you can't get out of it or you can't change it, but you're a product of it, which means if you're involved in it, there are going to be certain things that happen to you that don't happen to everybody. Yeah, that's true. There, There's going to be certain situations and certain choices you make based on what you grew up with, your values, your morals, you know? Yeah. And when you make those choices, then, okay, it, are you saying that it's basically like one of those things where if I make a certain choice, to in my head it might be bettering stuff, right? When in all actuality, it might not. You're right, yeah. And that sucks. That does suck. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, then you find out what? The hard way. <laughs> well, that's the only way I've ever learned, it seems like. Thank God. <laughs> I know. It would be weird if you didn't. It would be weird. <laughs> yeah. So, I, see, I grew up out mostly in like White Lily and Shotville area, see, out in the hills. Yeah. And I know uh, a lot of boys from out there. That's, that's be my boys. You cold, man? Oh. You're hot. Ain't you? Warm. <laughs> Warm. <laughs> Understand. It ain't that thing. hot. I just turned it. It'll kick out the heat. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we use in the greenhouse. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, we got to get into that, man. We uh, will later. Uh, yeah, anyways. So, you know, when I was a kid, we lived 30 minutes from town. Are you out White Lily? Yeah, right at the edge of White Lily toward, at Mount Victory. Oh, so you, you know, like... Uh, Stone and all them boys. Yeah, they're all from out there. Yeah. yeah. Well, Stone and Watson and. Well, see, uh, that's the thing. I'll tell you, my neighbors were so close to me that I knew the Bromleys. They were right. my neighbors. <laughs> okay. So, any everybody else, dude, I had like a thirty-hour minute-long bike ride underneath my belt to get to a friend's house. I lived out. <laughs> yeah, it sounds so, like it. I mean, but, but the uh, Brumleys. You know where Little Lick is? Yeah, that's, I went there every weekend, horse riding and camping yeah. and stuff. Every weekend when I was a kid, so. That's, that's what's up. That's, some, my, that's my backyard that's out there. <laughs> I did not know, I, I had no clue. Yeah, well, I didn't know you was from Science Hill, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you were saying that you was in town, I, I, was, I was at TAP and I was talking to my buddies and they were like, 
what are you about to do? I was like, ah, I'm going to go do a little podcast with a, with a buddy of mine. He's like, oh, where at? I was like, I don't know. It's somewhere <laughs> in town. You no. know? And yeah. then I found out he was in Science Hill. I was like, shit. This is the closest it's, it's I've ever lived. Yeah, it's literally right across. Like, I I can get to my house in five minutes from where we're at. Oh, that's perfect, dude. You yeah. can come over anytime, I, man. I will. All right, man. Now. <laughs> yeah, you see this. <laughs> shit, I was thinking y'all was... In town. No, you know? this is actually the closest to town I've ever lived. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Justin Brumley and them, those are my neighbors. And they would throw shit at yeah, our I horses. <laughs> and my dad would be like, I'm going to kill them boys. <laughs> they keep throwing shit at our horses because our land butted up to theirs. And uh, So y'all were out Mount Victory? White like, Lily. Towards, like, be, like, was it on the line like towards like Cannonball and shit? Uh, I was past Cannonball. Okay, so you had to go the fire department? Uh, White Lily Fire Department? No. Mount Victory? Yeah. No, I was before you get up there. I was before you get to um, uh, the grade. The real yeah. swervy part yeah. of 192, like that really sharp part where the you were right before that holler on the up. right. Yeah, I was shot up a hill. Uh, I was out by the school on Piney Grove Road. Okay. Yeah, so I could get on Drum Road and take it all the way to Cannonball. You Northern know, Richardsons out there. Richardsons. That sounds familiar. I feel like there was a couple that lived down there the street was. from us. Yeah. Yeah, it was a small community, but. Yeah. <laughs> And Wes Finley lives out there, too, I think. Finley. On Piney Grove. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good dude. Uh, they were on a... Uh, well, his sister was, like, in charge of MMF or something. Okay. See, I heard you lived out in Mount Victory with uh, somebody for some time. Oh, no, I wasn't out in Mount... I, actually, I didn't live out there. Yeah. But, you know, like, Stone, Tyler Stone's my boy. Yeah. From out there. Like, yeah. That's my lifelong best dude yeah yeah i feel it yeah grew up uh well i i remember when we were in high school we were like eighth grade going to freshman right so we're doing summer football and stuff and and uh tyler's driving to school like to practice we had two a days or whatever and he'd drive i was looking at him one day i was like you're my age. Like, how, what are you, how are you driving? He's like, oh, well, you know, like, my mom ain't going to take me. My dad ain't going to, you know, my dad's sick. My mom's sick. Like, I got to get to practice. So we go, and one day we were just like, all right. I told my dad about it. My dad was like, yeah, just tell him we got him. So he starts living with us a little bit. Not living with us. But staying over a lot. Staying there because that way he get to practice. Yeah. Me and him became great friends, man. And I started going out to White Lily a lot. Did you? Yeah, a lot. Okay. Going out there, playing in the gym. Yeah. Doing all that. And uh, he'll just walk in the woods. I got family out there, too, the Randalls. We have a, a hog roast. It's going on 27 years now. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Right? You know where uh, White Lily School is? Yes. Turn out that road and you pass White Lily School. You go on out. Towards Falcon Ridge. Pass it. Uh, where Stewart comes in. Yeah. You, when you top that hill, you'll go about another quarter mile, half a mile past the store. Yeah. It's right there on the right. Okay. The little house sits back there. Clay Hill Road or whatever. Clay Yeah. 
but it's that little house on the right. We got a hog roast. Y'all can come out in this year. I appreciate that, yeah, man. For sure. Bring my family, man. Bring it. <laughs> it's camp oh, yeah. out all weekend. Oh, yeah. There'll well, be live bands. We got the gear for it, that's for sure. Yeah. I got more camping gear that I know what to do with. I sleep. I, last year, I slept on the ground. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Too much moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> That'll happen. Yeah. Well, I, well, I slept on the ground one night. Or not the ground technically. Like I was in a tent. Yeah. My cousin put a tent up, and uh, he didn't stay the night, so I slept in his tent. But there was nothing in the tent, so I slept on the ground, <laughs> essentially. That's... You know. And then the the other night I slept inside the house. I I was like, listen, Trill, will you let me in? <laughs> I was like, I'm passing out. It was like seven thirty. You want more, man? Yeah, I'll take a little. For you. Yeah, I've been there. Uh, actually, last year we went on a three-day excursion down Rockcastle River in kayaks. Really? Yeah, and I'm talking lake I kayaks. Love kayaks. They weren't they weren't meant for the river. That's for damn sure. Yeah, I did canoes. We used to canoe down Rockcastle with my daddy. Did you? Yeah. Well, we went through the Narrows. Yeah. Yeah. Right up above where B Rock's at. Yes, right up there, and uh, all of us but Jeremy Carson flipped. <laughs> really? Yeah, we all Imagine got Imagine that. Yeah, I know. Strong-looking motherfucker wouldn't flip, I bet. <laughs> no, I'll tell you why. He was in an inflatable kayak, oh, so he so had way more buoyancy than us. Yeah. But we were taking on water. Matter of fact, Mike, uh, he went with us, too, and the whole time we was on the river, his, the ass end of his kayak was under the water. <laughs> yeah, and all his stuff was wet. Well, I didn't have... Uh, a sleeping mat or a cot or anything like that I, I forgot it and uh or i couldn't find it one i can't remember now but anyways we slept on the ground for three days hell yeah and out in the fucking on rocks too bro hey rocks is warm dude i tell you what when you're in the when I you're out there rocks get sun yeah they do and, and they so they heat it. up yeah <laughs> yeah they heat up at night um I can't sleep on my mattress some nights, but I swear to God, I can roll up on some sand out in the woods somewhere or That's wherever. your training, bro. <laughs> it must be. I yeah, know. I think it is. <laughs> or just where you're from. It's probably where I'm from because I've hit the ground too many times. I'm pretty familiar with it. Yeah. Cheers, man. Yeah. Good to have you here, dude. Yeah, good to, have, uh, good to be here. I say good to have you almost. <laughs> you pull your mic up just a little bit there. There you go. Make it comfortable for you. It shouldn't fall out. It's all okay. Shit, I was like, <laughs> yeah, we're working with what we can. But all right, so you good old boy, like all of us around here. Wherever you want to go, yeah. Well, that's also one thing that really hit me. Like over the past three years, it's like my mind just kind of changed. I decided to change the way I think and be more open about stuff because where I'm from, dude. I mean, you're from here. It's very conservative. Yeah. Like, there's not many, much progression at all. No. Until, like, the past four years, five years. I think it's until they had no other option. Uh, dude, they were running out of time to be caught up with had the no rest other of option. Yeah. We got a great mayor in Somerset, too. I, definitely. I've, I haven't even met him, but I love everything he's done so far. All that shit last year was so much fun, dude. Dude, I, well... It draws there's, interest there's to our town. It, it takes somebody with um, great knowledge... Of how people interact with each other. You see, yeah, that's you know, yeah. and and he's done something that I think wouldn't have been done if he wasn't there. Yeah, to I be agree. honest with you, because I mean I've been here my whole life. Hell, look at when we tried to go wet 
Oh, I know. That was I remember scary. when I was in high school driving with my buddies up to, you know, Garrig County, to Lancaster, yep. or going to Richmond. Go or, Richmond. And if we ain't going there, we're buying dollar beers and jars of moonshine. Yeah, I know. Or and, and whatever we got to do. That's you exactly know? what and we did, man. That's that's the thing where it's like, okay, what well, I don't know. The subject is if you're trying to spend money, right? People gonna spend money on what they want to spend money on, period, right? So we've got alcohol, and another one which I feel like is like cannabis, medical marijuana, hemp, CBD, yeah, all of it. You've got these outlets that people spend money on, whether whether they're too naive or whether they're too, uh, I don't want to mention it to say it to the public, but that's what it is, you know. Uh, you've got people that are going to do it. So why in the world, in the economy that we live in today, would we allow people from our town go wherever it may be to do that right to purchase that yeah to get a commodity just like any other commodity say there was a cologne that you love but the only place you could get it was seven eight hours away what are you gonna do i'll go get it yeah yeah <laughs> you know or a beer that you oh we don't have beer but the closest beer is eight hours away guess how many people are gonna go get that beer a lot of people a lot of people yeah <laughs> so at that point in time it's like all right, you got to ask yourself, is it better to do that or is it better to just produce it where we can produce it and we can honestly can produce anything that anybody else does just as good? Yes, we can. I agree with you. Uh, I don't know either, though, if it's people are too naive or they're not well-versed. They just don't understand. Because it, well, for Stupidity years, and ignorance. Exactly. It's, it's all yeah, bliss, right? They're ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> they're not stupid. No. Stu- well, it, yeah. That because stupid is knowing and not doing. Yeah, that's right. Ignorance is not knowing, so you don't do. So I think a lot of people are just ignorant to facts. Dude, I've got people in my family to this day. You can show them facts where a scientist has proven this or that, right? And uh, regardless, if it's against their beliefs, they they will somehow, which it blows my mind. Be like, okay, no, that's it's still not right. Okay, why? Well, I just I don't I don't think it's right. Okay, well, can you tell me why this scientist is wrong? Then, you know, since you're not a scientist, like I would love to hear your explanation on why this is wrong, but you're you know, but science has proven it's okay. Yeah, there's just so many people that say that same thing, too. But, you know, for me, it was like, you know, I, did, I wasn't into, you know, anything really growing up. And But when I left Somerset and seen the rest of the world, I was like, what the fuck? What are we like, doing? Why was I so stupid? You well, know what I mean? stupid. You were ignorant. Yeah. Well, I, I, was yeah, ignorant. I was ignorant. I wasn't taught anything. Dude, I've been ignorant. If anybody in their <laughs> life says they weren't ignorant at some point, they're a liar you know because yeah. we all have been grown up to believe stuff yeah and um well like you said earlier you you're resent you resemble how you're raised yeah you know? i'm a product of my environment exactly and, and and which is for us is a good thing i think well it also and it's also bad it is because it can make criminals 
Yes. The highest death rate of the whole state is in Somerset, Kentucky, in Pulaski County. Yep. You know. I believe that. Yeah. Because it's it, sad. Shit, look at what we had today come up. <laughs> I got, know. We, we got oh our, my two, God. our two constables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That were safe, safe, like they, they were saving the world. Yeah. According to Facebook, right? Yeah. Hey, this drug house is out of business. Well, you know, it, I got theories on that, too. I think the only reason they knew all of them they were busting was because they were supplying them. You're probably right. I don't. Really I might know. be completely wrong. That's what I'm saying. I don't. But really know at what this to say. at this point in the time, it's like, what else am I supposed to believe? Whatever I want to, because hell, he was a he was an elected official. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, one was running for sheriff. So, which is a a, a strange resemblance to where we sat with Sam Catron. I feel like exactly when I was kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it would have uh, somebody like that getting into power. Right. Yeah. Where they have influence. Yeah. And they get into sheriff. They're yeah. gonna be our sheriff. Yeah, they're gonna. But they're take doing care of shit like this. Yeah. But they're gonna protect us, right? Right. No. Nope. That's where our <laughs> fucking. Uh, that's the Second Amendment is uh, vital. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> vital. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it, that's why I love where I'm from too, though, is because I got. That's right. We we support that. Yep, Kentucky Long Rifles and Kentucky First Spin a Minute, man. Right here. <laughs> right here. Right here. <laughs> yep. I'd be one if we had to be one. I'll be one. Yeah. I've already served too. my country once. I know. <laughs> they wouldn't let me in. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> Look where you're at now. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah, because one thing the military does best is teaches you how to put this down a lot quicker. Really? And you don't want to be like that because there's a lot of guys that just don't make it away from it. Really? You know? Yeah. Some people screw up their whole career just because of alcohol. And, or you can just go smoke some fucking weed and act like a normal person. But yeah, you can't be, smoke weed in the military, uh, so. Yeah, exactly. That makes no sense. <laughs> well, you also can't buy cigarettes well, now until you're 21. You're not. So I can go kill somebody. Yeah, but right, you can't have my country, but I ain't allowed to smoke tobacco. <laughs> exactly. Said who? Was this a Dr. fucking Seuss book? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's exactly I got, what it is. Yeah, that makes no sense. And, it, dude, uh, when, talking about that, too, like, I've had, uh, when I was, we, we played ball. Yeah. When I was a senior, I blew my knee out, right? Them dudes put me on like two hundred and some hydrocodone tens a month. God damn! Think about that. I'm seventeen years old. Dude, that fuck you had to fuck with your mind. My mind, my body, my spirit. What what else is there? <laughs> yeah, it's you all know connected. what I mean. Like everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucked with everything. Um, and, and it was a uh, life changing, to say the least. You know what I'm saying? Like um. Uh, and and I know there are so many people who've done the same thing, been through the same shit. And I'm not I'm not special, you know. Nor do I think I know a whole lot. I only know what I know because of what I've been through. Don't know very much else, other than what people say, which is usually bullshit. So I I know for a fact though, when you're giving a 17 year old kid shit like that, when I could have took ibuprofen, I really truly believe that. I, I truly believe that I could have took CBD. Uh, we make pain cream at a farm I'm at, right? That pain cream works. 
I use it every day. I believe it, man. It works. I, I believe it. I don't have to uh, worry about taking ibuprofen or worry about uh, taking a, a prescription medication. But one of the most important things that ever happened to me is that. That happened to me and sent me down a path of uh, total destruction for a little bit with myself. You know? Yeah. And, and throughout that, I've learned so much and if i hadn't have been there and hadn't have had that happen i wouldn't have learned it but the fact that i have learned it those motherfuckers are assholes for giving a fucking 17 year old kid that much shit you're right it's warlock. let me show up and do that you know i'll get arrested let me try to help somebody with cannabis oil or let me try to help somebody with whatever i'll get arrested if they find out but a doctor can prescribe a, a kid that much medication for months and months, right? And not get in no trouble. And it's it's robbery, dude. The robbery of more than money. Well, that's what I meant. Of, of peace of mind in life. Well, their childhood. They, yeah. They're not even developed yet. Till you're 25. Dude, that's what I said. Till you're 25. <laughs> yeah. Because that's now, when, when I became 20, smart, just for no reason. Uh, well, 25 <laughs> is when I started questioning everything. That well, 20, I didn't become... It's kind of like what you said, smart. Yeah, it's smart. I didn't You're start questioning. I was 23 years old when I started saying, why the fuck have I listened to... What well, everybody's always told me and did and what people expect of me and never thought about it. I was like, why can't I fucking decide for myself? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what I want to do with my life and where I want to go and the things I want to interest myself in. It pissed me off because, oh, you can't do that. Walk the fine line there, buddy. You're stepping off well, of it. It's not a fine fucking line. It's a, it's in the fucking uh, Declaration of Independence. Yeah. <laughs> we have the right to that. Yeah. That is our founding fathers wanted nothing more than for me and you to be able to go out and do what the fuck we want to do with our life. Yeah. Well, you're right. And, you know, from this area where it's been so closed off from the rest of the world for so long, you know, I felt ignorant. To all the other people that were out there in the world that I met, yeah, because I just it's like, didn't what know. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, dude. Yeah. What? No, that's oh, that is sin. I mean, <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, should I hold up a cross right now and like try to get you away from me, yeah. or should I embrace the fact that you're different? Which don't get me wrong, I think religion is good. Religion ain't bad. I think believing in something is okay. I think whether you want it to be a god or in a plant, you can believe in hey, it. Hey, but I don't get to choose what. Because you know why? I ain't God. I don't get to do... Uh, here's my thing. I don't get to do... Uh, let's see. How do I put it? I shouldn't be able to judge you based off that. Because you know what that is? That's your shit. Ain't my shit. My shit's what I believe. Right, yeah. it might be the same as you, but I'll argue with you if you try to make it. You know what I mean? Yep. Because it ain't right. You're right. I've I've sat there and heard so many people try to argue stuff, and it's like, dude, uh, uh, well, if you want to look at uh, Jesus, for example, Jesus didn't hang around with good people. He was with the whores and the fucking like, you know, tax thieves and the gamblers and and all this. He wasn't with good people. So just because, and that's how you spread messages. Uh, Buddhism, right? Muslims. uh, A lot of different religions are based off certain things that 
if the principles get taken away over time because of man and our views because we're selfish we're greedy and we want other people to think the way we think simple as that i want you to think like me you know yeah and if you don't think like me you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna tell you you're wrong and then i'm gonna argue with you and try to get people to gang up on you and if you look through history uh like my my, i was raised southern baptist right me too fact of the matter is christian crusades Damn, we're out of this. <laughs> Dude, we went through slaughtering. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, like, slaughtering men, women, children. They didn't matter. If you did not think the way we thought, we killed you. Yeah. See, my mom threatened to kill me when I didn't get up and go to church. Yeah. That's how serious yeah, it was. <laughs> dude, it's very fucking serious. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, uh,. My, which my mom and dad never did that, but at the same time, it was like, you're going to church. Yeah. Until I was about 16. Yeah, I uh, see where my parents were divorced. I still go to church, though. Do you? But, well, There's nothing uh, wrong with that. Well, it, it's got good morals. You have girls, I take too. my girls to church. Your dad. Let, and, me, let me re-clarify that. I yeah. take my girls to church. Yeah. And uh, they get to go to the nursery. They get to be around other kids. Yeah. They get to play. Yep. And I get to sit there and listen and think to myself the whole time about what I think while I'm listening to the man that believes what he believes. Yeah, that's good learning. It's great. Yeah. It's actually not a bad thing at all. It it puts myself in check with a lot of stuff, and it also makes me realize a lot of stuff about where we're at today. Not not in just a a religious aspect, but you got to think a lot of those people are nothing but citizens. They're nothing but people of the community, right? And they believe certain things. So then you get to go and you get to see how somebody who has a very big influence in that community addresses those people. Well, you're a big influence in this community, man. You might not know it, but you grow hemp and, you know, it's you're, you're in Pulaski County. Yeah. That's, that's influential I as fuck. I have no license, though. <laughs> well. I just help people. Well, okay. I'm so, a small... I'm. Uh, well, and you're a farmhand. I do do it. You're a farmhand, or I'll sell it, or we'll process it. Whatever I can help with, I right. do. Right. You know, and and it's not about. That's the thing is, it's not. I'm a small, small fragment in a very big thing, mm-hmm. right? And all I can do is try to help. And uh, I'm not special. I'm not. I'm not the know-it-all. I ain't no master of a. Uh, thing but i give a fuck that's the best attitude you could have man so so um i don't know if you listen to a lot of music i you know matt heckler yeah all right i love matt heckler right yeah i was listening to him on uh summer sessions Mm -hmm. not. (laughs) yeah i love summer sessions yeah yeah they they do yeah he does a good job Mm -hmm. really good job so matt heckler at one point is this thing and uh it's about hall river uh, ballad, right? It's one of his songs. And he's talking to this dude. And he's an old guy that makes instruments, right? He makes like fiddles and banjos and whatever, but they're hand carved, they're handmade. He makes them. And he's sitting there and he's like, you know what? You, you gotta, or actually, I don't wanna fucking lie. I'll just pull it up. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. But it's, it's so cool because he's like, the talent you have, you don't, you want to uh, basically bring something in 
right? As if you have no talent, or apply it as if you have no talent or if you have no knowledge. Basically, I want to hear everything there is to hear, and then I want to apply my own shit. Yeah. I ain't trying to be like nobody else. No, that's perfect, man. You know? Yeah. But back, Matt Heckler is the shit. Sure. <laughs> he, uh, he, yeah, he's pretty good. He was solid. Hold on. Mike, you need something to drink? You out of bourbon or whiskey? Oh, what do you God. want? You want a beer? You want a beer? All right, right here. This cat. I'm going to pause it until we're done. No, you're okay. Go ahead. Be easier for editing. Oh, that's all right. This is not oh, going to be edited. Good. <laughs> you said something about editing. I was like. If it does get edited, it'll be like Let me. Here. All right, let's hear it. I'm gonna tell you something that's something I've always remembered. If you study and try to learn something as if you have no talent, and then you apply it as if you didn't study, that's the way to do it. <laughs> like all the, the carving patterns I do, I don't copy any of the, the older designs that have come before. It's already been done. I like them. I appreciate them. What's that? He playing banjo there. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that. That's the type of shit I listen to. Yeah. That's. I like bluegrass. <laughs> I, I like. Love, I love music. I do too. It's an escape. Yeah, I've, I've been playing guitar since I was 14. Shit, I tried one I ain't time. no fucking good, but I play. <laughs> I was about to say, I tried, like, I took uh, guitar lessons, right? Yeah. This dude named Larry uh, Hampton, I believe. Yeah. And uh, he was. He was really good, man. I was like seven years old, or I might have been five. I picked it up, and within like a few weeks, I I, I already knew songs. Hell yeah! That's what I didn't <laughs> do that. Give me a second. But uh, I already knew songs and stuff, man. So it was like, all right. But then I, then I got into sports. Guess what? You can't do your whole life. You can't play sports your whole life, man. No, because you can't, man. <laughs> yeah, like, so I, I, I learned that, and like the, the more I've been looking, like I'm looking at, uh, which I started picking up like painting and wood burning and, you know, trying to do A little do bit like of craftsman things. Stuff I can do when I'm like old and decrepit. Yeah. Because there's going to be a day, hopefully, that I make it there. Brother, yeah. that CBD is going to get you way past there. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> it will. <laughs> Hopefully. I believe in it. <laughs> I believe in it, too, or else I wouldn't do it. Exactly. You know, yeah. and uh, I believe in not just that. I believe in that plant because I, I've been in a situation where I was addicted to certain substances, right, and made certain life choices that led me down certain paths, and that was the one thing that, that I can I still do today, every day. You know what I mean? There's never a day I don't do that. I, I, I either eat it or smoke it or whatever, but I, I ingest it, that's, you know, and, and that's my shit. Ain't nobody else's problem. That's, and to me, it's not a problem. It's a fix yeah. for the problem because the problem was leading me down roads that were real bad. And the, the cool thing about it is since I've started doing that and I don't do nothing else, uh, I, I drink a little bourbon or whiskey and beer, you know, like any other American. To, Kentuckian, I'll put it that way. If you, I drink like everybody else, 
but I also smoke. But guess what? I don't do no more. I don't take prescriptions. I don't need I actually will not take a medication. If I have a fucking lung problem, I'll also go smoke mullein weed. You know what I mean? It grows wild. You pick it, you dry the leaf out. It's just like a tobacco. It's now, what's fuzzy. it called? It's called mullein weed. Mullein weed. And it grows wild. Mullein. Yeah. Yeah. I can show it to you this spring. Yeah. That'd be Easy. awesome, dude. You know? Uh, and, and this is stuff I've picked up from people that I've. Um, and that helps with respiratory? Respiratory systems? infections. Yeah. So if I have a cold, if I have a cough, whatever. Now, don't get me wrong. When you smoke it, it will make you cough. But that's the point. But that's right? the point of it. Yeah. It, it hacks. It, it moves the stuff from the bottom of your lungs up. And it, it makes it come out. Come out, yeah. And it's uh, weed. It's something that's been it's like a... Shoot, I, I a lot of my life is nothing but music nowadays. Yeah. You know, so like there's these uh, girls called Rising Appalachian, right? Or Rising Appalachia. But uh, they've got a song called Medicine Woman, right? And uh, I already like it. <laughs> dude, it's uh, it's one of those songs that's like, if, if it don't make you understand where you sit, what's really important, like my, it ain't about mine. Your your great granny and great grandpa. Guess what they did? Oh, they used. It they for lived sure. off the land. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. They didn't. They didn't need nobody else. And my goal for for not just me, but for my girls, and 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 their children, and their children, and their children is not to be dependent on somebody that I have no control over. Because I ain't got no control over who's president. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, say say my vote matters. Okay. At the end of the day, I don't feel like I have control over that. What I have control over is what's in front of me. What I can truly affect. If I can't touch you, I can't help you. Right? Yeah. I can't control nothing I can't touch. Simple in my aspect. Like I I mean, now I can touch you, you know, in a certain way and then you could spread it, but that has to be the starting point. Right. Right. Yeah. So the, the more that we spread the knowledge about what the land we live in around here, I don't care if you're in downtown Somerset, you could grow your own food and you can have your own stuff to be able to live. Yeah, I plan on doing that this summer. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you can be self-sufficient more so than what you're being self-sufficient now. Definitely, and I think everybody should to a certain extent. I mean, you can even plant tomatoes in a bucket in your house. Not hard. No, and then you're growing your own crops. You have some source. It might last you a month, that supply, you it's know? It's a month that you ain't having to spend money. That's exactly it. Plus, you grew it, so you also feel, you know, the connection to it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the pride in growing that. We grew we grew a garden my whole life. All my family has. You know what's in it. Yeah, I know what's in it. <laughs> you know where it's from. Exactly. I they ain't worried about it. if it's come from Mexico. Hell, right now, with all this shit going around about the coronavirus, that cracks me up. Oh, yeah. But guess what? I highly doubt I have to worry about that. I just don't worry about well, it. Well, I ate a lot of dirt when I was a kid, so I'm probably not going to be You're hurting fine. by it. You're fine. Yeah. I eat dirt still. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, when Chris I'm playing Hughes. in it, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's okay to just, like, taste it. It's like, is it healthy? Yeah. I mean, if it tastes bad, it probably ain't healthy. Well, I take it like this. 
I get cuts, right? And I don't ever get Rub infected. Dirt in them. But I, when I was a kid, I always <laughs> packed them with dirt so they stopped bleeding. Because you, uh, yeah. your grandpappy told you that probably. Or I, it was just instinctual. I oh, think. okay. Well, then maybe it was in your DNA. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, I'm a little more primal than most people. Uh, well, I consider myself quite the ape. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. Now sleeping but, under a rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what got you into CBD and gro- like growing, helping? people that do grow was it that experience when you that experience when i was younger and then uh i've always believed in marijuana yeah um see i never i never did man well matter of fact when i was like 18 you know people would smoke it around me like you're fucking retarded why are you doing that yeah yeah that's stupid you're um, doing drugs when i was about i was dumb when i was 12 or something i i ran across uh some some older guys smoking it you know and i found what they had left yeah and then uh curious yeah just curious kid didn't know what the fuck was going on um and then even five years later when i'm 17 or no i was probably see it was my eighth grade to freshman freshman to sophomore year me and a few of my buddies got into it to where it was like a a summer thing right so over the summers we would smoke go to the lake or whatever and but we didn't drink because we didn't have to shit we was giggling too much to be able to take a drink right yeah and uh i realized then i was like well hell this this ain't bad and then i got went through all the stuff with my surgery and stuff like that my senior year and um after that it was just that's the only thing i wanted to do you know like once i got out of it but it took me about seven eight years to get to where i wasn't doing any other thing you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was that long. That's the that's the type of uh, repercussions it has it had on me. So it wasn't necessarily being on it. It was the after effects of being ripped from it. Well, ripped from it. Uh, okay, here's the simplistic thing that I can think of, and I've I've thought about this a lot um, because it's kind of I felt like it ruined my life at the time. You know what I mean? But really, it just created a new one. Uh, I was a 17-year-old kid who had an identity, and that identity was uh, an athlete. You were a superior athlete, man. I played with you. Yeah, so so that was my identity, right? Like, when anybody says something about me, it usually had to refer to athletics, right? Well, when you have that strip, you know, and you don't have that no more, and you're 17 years old, and you lost your identity, okay, and I don't care what it is. Say you were a fucking, like, fantastic painter, and then when you were 17, your hands got broke, you couldn't paint no more, you know? Yeah. And your identity got stripped. Definitely, man. And then they took you and put you on some type of fucking medicine that takes away reality is all it does. It's not, it's, it doesn't fix anything. It, 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 it's a temporary fix to a permanent problem is what that was. Okay, so, so the problem was going to be there. And then they gave me something that was a temporary fix. Right? Makes sense. Yeah, patch the hole. Patch the hole. We'll fix it later. Hey, we'll fix it, yeah. Yeah. Well, guess what? There was no after plan. It was like, oh, we're going to give them these and then we're not. Okay, well, when you didn't, and I didn't have them, and I was, you know, by that time, like, 18 years old, I was like, well, shit, I can't go without them. Hell, I've been running track on them. 
I've been like I I got third place in state yeah. on them. Hell yeah, because I couldn't feel my knee. You know what I mean? Like yeah, at all. Course, yeah. So uh, so here you are pumping me full of this stuff, and, and you expect it to work. No, if you're if you and and we're talking about doctors. Yeah, we're not talking about you know me and you. No. So those people know. Yeah, they definitely know. But they're doing it. They, well, yeah, it's good money for them. That's the problem. <laughs> it's all that we the run problem. into. Yeah, big know, farm. So, right? so yeah, exactly. <laughs> big, big dollars. Not yeah, about big, big pharma. It's just about big dollars. Well, yeah, Hell, I, I ain't gonna sell no pills to be a piece of shit to get some money. Yeah. All I gotta do is rip you off. Yeah. Or you know, and welcome to fucking America. Yeah, hey, it is. <laughs> it's been <laughs> happening since the beginning of it. Yeah. You know, and uh, that's where I get to where I want to be self-sufficient. I don't want to need you to be able to provide for my family. I would rather be able to provide for my family the way I want to. And not and especially uh with medicine, man, you're talking about uh pills that are addictive, you know. And and just the whole thing about marijuana, C B D, all that shit, it's it's ridiculous. It's all it's I upside down. I can go buy these, right? They kill half a million Americans a year. I can go buy that, but I can't buy something who's never killed one. Yeah. Ever? You know? Yeah. That's it says a lot. It Once says you a get ton. older. But when I was oh, younger, it all makes sense. Yeah, but when you're younger, you don't think about that shit. It's well, like, <laughs> like you said earlier, man, it's just ignorance. You didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know either, dude. But now I do, and that was <laughs> I wanted to have you, you on. Know, I was so like, fuck this it. motherfucker knows, so everybody else needs to know. And I couldn't point at a single person that I knew or that had seen in this whole town that might know more about it than you. Now well, I didn't know you. Yeah, but I, you're close. I mean, I'm well, sure no, there is. Well, I get what you're saying, but I, I'm just clarifying. You know, yeah, and you, well, your story, man. You know, everybody learns from somebody. You was gonna go to college as an athlete. I did go. You did go. Yeah, yeah. Went to Campbellsville, played like a year or something, a year and a half. But your goal was to do it. Oh, I was trying to. Well, fo- I had football, a full ride to right? UK. Yeah, I was. I had already verbally committed to UK, and then blew my knee out. Yeah. All I had to do was produce three game films from my senior year, and I was good. And then uh, the piece of paper that had a prescription on it fucked no, it all well, up. Well, no, number two game film, I blew my knee out. Again, God damn, no, number no, two on same, that one. No, no, same year. So like my senior year. Yeah. Right. I've been getting uh, looked at. Been going to camps, doing all this stuff with the uh, different colleges. Thought it was awesome, you know. It was. Yeah. It was, it was a great time. Like, anybody who can go be a student athlete at college, like, hell fucking yeah, dude. Yeah, like, you it. made it. You did good. Yeah. And uh, I had my little ride to UK that I'd worked out. And then my senior year, my second game, I blew my knee out. Well, guess what happened to that? Went away. You know? They were like, hey, listen. And it made sense. I mean, you're talking about a collegiate football program with with – when you get to college, I don't care if you're NAIA or NCAA, doesn't matter. Everybody's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody's good. It's it's not one of those things where we're in high school or middle school and we're playing and it's backyard football and you might have the guy on the right side that has never played. Right. 
when you get to college, everybody's played. Yeah, everybody's got experience. They've all played. Yeah, uh-huh. they've all seen you. You know, you're not you're not fantastic when you get there. Yeah, you know, and then you add the the fact that uh, once I got there too. Uh, I was running track and playing ball. Like I got a scholarship for both. That way I could get some money back and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I have to pay for school because my, I couldn't afford paying for school, you know, which is bullshit too, but whatever. That's why I joined the Marine Corps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Smart man. I didn't even go to school. <laughs> it's like, I'm just going to go over here and I'm going to fight. That's cool. I respect that too. I got a lot of family that did that. Yeah, Not Marines, great, but their army you know yeah and uh man it's just one of them things that once you get to college and then you realize it ain't nothing but a job (laughs) basically and it's not fun and for me it wasn't fun a lot of people struggle to go to school man i hate a lot you know didn't hate school hated practice that's bad that's what's bad Mm mm-hmm i got there and like the love of the game wasn't the same yeah. You got the Friday Night Lights. Yeah, that's something special. You got Campbellsville University. It ain't that special. You know? Like, I was supposed to be going and playing at the the school I grew up watching. Yeah. And then I, I had, uh, after that, I had no other choice. Like, they offered me, like, a 50% or 75% scholarship. But that means I had to pay money. And the smarter choice was to go where I didn't have to pay money. Right. It wasn't me paying anyways. My mom and dad. My mom and dad don't need to be paying money. They're already paying for my sister to go to be a school teacher, which she is today, and I am so, so proud of her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, I come from a family that are mostly school teachers. Yeah, I, I, we've seen Crawford's <laughs> uh, since I've been in elementary school. Yeah, so my, my cousin Catherine right now has my mom's old job. Yeah, you're, you're uh, your uncle. Yeah, you crawl know. daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. He uh yeah. he was really kind to me He's all awesome. throughout middle school and high school man. He's been really kind to me still. He took care of me. He really did, man. Good. So your your family's people. good people. Good people. Yeah. Good you, people. You're good people, man. <laughs> hey, I, I can't. Yeah, I am good people. I've made bad choices sometimes. All of us do, dude. Yeah, I've made my fair share. Trust me. Well, I ain't no saint at all. No. My whole family has known. At least you know about all my sins, son. <laughs> yeah. I I wear it all on my shoulders. What, what's funny <laughs> is I do too nowadays, man. This is so cool because uh, it's easy. Yeah. And and what's funny is um, it's harder to hide. Man, there was a there was a point in time where I was uh, doing a lot of wrong, you know. Yeah. And one of my family members, which he wasn't even related to me except by marriage, you know, is is one my my uncle Joe. His his daughter Laura is married to this man, and uh, we were at uh, AB Studios down there at a, a a gym, like a gymnastics gym that. A good friend of mine, you know, their their family runs it or whatever. And man, I was sitting down there, and uh, he come up to me, and I I was like, I just got done being crazy, you know, like went on a spree of being stupid. And he's like, man, all they do is they just want you around. He's like, I learned that a long time ago. He's like, you just gotta learn. They just want you around. It don't matter who you are. They know who you are. They just want you there. Yeah. And it was like, okay, like I can be accepted and still be me. And that was one of the biggest things that was so hard because when you're young and you've got a certain rep that you feel like you have to live up to, you know, and then 
all of a sudden that's taken away, you're lost. I was lost. I had no clue where to go, what to do. Oh, yeah. It's hard. That's tough. Yeah, it definitely is, man. I I couldn't even, you know, I've been in some situations that's been real shitty in my life, but. That, How many of them did you put yourself in? Uh, every one of them. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Except maybe one. May, well, it, you know, when you're young. Exactly. But since I've been an adult and been able to make an my own adult, decisions. Since I turned 18, can't yeah. smoke cigarettes no more, but I can <laughs> fucking go fight. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's different. I mean, I made all of them myself, man. And that's what's, uh, that I feel like was a turning point where I realized, all right, I have control. Definitely. You yeah. Know? But that it takes happen. a hard time to realize yeah. that. Love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like some harder than others, you know, and that's why I, I'm more fearful about, uh, I know where it took me. I just pray don't take my kids there. Right. You know, you know, I say that same thing, man. But to be honest, where I'm at now with my wife and my kids, uh, man, gotta go there, dude. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even change a single thing that ever happened to me in my life. Because now you know. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> that's that. The most important thing to me is I know now. Yeah. And I'm confident. Every step I take, I know what I'm doing. Except the only part about being a parent, man, is it's like a learning curve every damn day. <laughs> It's like uh, you're facing yourself. Yeah, and all, all of them are different, too. Mm-hmm. You know, you raise one kid, the next one might be a little easier in some aspects, but oh, they're their own person. I'll tell you right now, I got I had two little girls, and my, my little Marley, my oldest, is me. In the sense of, like, she don't, like, I'll tell her what to do, she just looks at me like I'm stupid and does whatever, and we'll take the punishment, you know? Yeah. Whatever. I'm gonna do what I want, <laughs> and then my other one, she's which she's also a lot younger. You know, she's about a little over a year and a half younger or something. She uh, she's sweet as can be. Like you can pick her up; it don't matter if she's sleeping or not. She's gonna lay her head down on your chest. Yeah, my son don't do that. <laughs> oh, I could tell. Yeah, <laughs> See that? yeah. He's ready to fucking like mow the grass. Yeah. <laughs> So he's he gonna sure be a good boy though. You know what is. I mean? He's just gonna have to have the shit beat out of him a time or two. Hey, like That's we all, all sh- <laughs> I, I always sit there and thought my mommy and daddy was doing shit that they shouldn't have done when they was doing that. And now I look back and it's like, no. Yeah. They my- were doing exactly what they did that was for best for me. Yeah. It, it, in every aspect, actually. Like, I can look back. It, there's a thing called empathy that I feel like this world's lacking a lot of. I agree, man. And because empathy is one of those things that is, uh, I can put myself in your shoes without judging you, right? That's when I can understand. But until then, I can't understand. Well, it's also hard for some people to be able to do that, to well, drop that ego, drop that emotion, you know. Ego's huge. Yeah. <laughs> it's really big, man, yeah. for some people. Yeah. I've tried to learn to get over my it's something to struggle with every day, you know, because of the military, for one, pumps your head up a lot. They and, got to. You know why? Well, yeah, because you got, you're a soldier of war, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you're defending the well, country. you got to have an ego doing that. There's certain situations where ego's good. Yeah, I'm a product of my environment, right? <laughs> there you go. Were you Marine? Yeah. 
Uh, Hoorah. <laughs> raw. Hoorah. 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 You know what we always said in the Marine Corps? Hoorah is hoorah with a dick in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> That's all the soldier guys out there. I hope they're going to like that one. <laughs> no, but That's uh, cool. we're all brothers, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, I was that Let's ego go, is boys. hard to get over, man. And I still deal with anger issues. It kind of runs in my family, you know. And, uh. But since I've been able to open up and expand my mind because I'm in control of my life, I've gotten a lot better with that, man. I meditate. I work out. You know, I do what I can to keep a good mental health. And one of those things is, you know, not putting poisons in my body. When I went to the military, I had 21 shots, one right after the other, in a row between, like, 16 corpsmen. So we can just say that you're not going to be harmed by the coronavirus. No. Matter of fact, it might give me a boner. I don't know. <laughs> it might be like Viagra for me. Yeah, it could be a stimulant. Who knows? But <laughs> no, uh, my mom's going to watch this and be like, why the hell would he say that? <laughs> why not, mom? <laughs> yeah, but. Can't uh, do his mind. That's why. <laughs> but I haven't really been sick since then. So I've taken that time to do. Let my body do whatever it wants. Now, infections are a different thing. I'll take an antibiotic because I know what that is. That's fungus, you know, it's fungi, CBD. mycelium. Yeah. CBG. Yeah, CBG. There's, yeah, there's, there's... I've heard about that. What is that? It's a... Uh, it, the thing about the cannabis plant is it's so much more than what people think. Well, see, for me, it's like, oh, you can use, like, the bud. But I'm sure you can do the stem, the roots, everything, right? Everything. There's a thing it, called hemp hearts, actually. That like heard, artichoke hearts? Uh, yeah. Okay. The inside of the plant. Yeah, right? like the core. No, the, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Um, they're they're great for. Uh, you, you can actually they're well. I tell you tell you why I think per ounce they're selling for like seven eight bucks. So it's basically like me finding a weed, right? Taking the inside out of it, and for eight bucks you'd buy it. Okay. Well, you know why? It's because there's medical properties. That thing's good for something. Yeah. And, and what what amazes me is the fact that we don't understand it. I, I believe in it more than I do prescription drugs. Yeah. Well, it's not just weed, man. It's not just uh, hemp or CBD. I'm talking like there are plants out there that are good for you. Oh, that definitely. You don't have to like say uh, there. There's a people are uneducated on the fact that the the environment that they live in right if all went to shit and you couldn't go to a grocery store right like cobwebs for example talking about cuts that were bleeding put a cobweb on it oh yeah yeah i've heard uh, yeah (laughs) you know yeah you've heard about it yeah i wonder how many other people have i doubt uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah i get get so so there's there's a lot of those little things that are uh there, it's a lost art, in a sense, uh, and and the art being that we can live sufficiently on our own. We don't need nobody. That's right. That's an art. Uh, to be able to grow your own food, that's an art. Nowadays, it is. It's an. It's art. actually sad. Yeah. It was that's some, an art. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's an art. A man. lot of people can't. Man. Used to, a hundred years ago, if you didn't do it. It's because you were so rich, you didn't need to. Right. Nowadays, we will give taxpayer money to basically fund people. That'll do it for us. To, to Well, no, to go buy their food. We oh, buy yeah. other people's food with our taxpayer money that's on welfare. 
those people on Weirfolk, they can grow a garden. Yeah. I'm not saying that there shouldn't be welfare. I'm just saying in a simplistic form, like it, they could grow their own. Instead of struggling. At least for the summer. Like some of them do. Yeah, don't struggle. Yeah. Like, dude, dude get, at, get up. You know? Like, get up, get on your feet, and go do something. Yeah. Ain't hard. You know, it might be hard at first. I think for some people that are on welfare and stuff, it's the point to like, you know, a lot of them don't choose to, you know, unless they were brought up that way, their parents on it and stuff. They're a product. Exactly. A lot of them today. But when you get like, you know, your job, you lose your job because something shit stupid like you wasn't there on time or something, and then you have to go on welfare or some shit because you can't find more work, they get depressed and then they never come out of that depression. They stay in it. Yeah, and so that's why they don't get up. But other people... Do ride the system. There's plenty. Well, of there's do. a problem there, and the problem is there could be a solution. That's the problem. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not them, and it's not the fact that it's our government. It's it's the people in between. All right. So we're talking about a problem right now, and we know there's a solution. Why aren't we doing it? It's amazing. It, it's actually like, and if you think about it. Every problem, there is a solution. Definitely. Every problem. I don't give a fuck what it is. Yeah. There is a solution to every problem. Now, it might take a year. might take five years to figure it out. Who knows? But there's a solution. So, right now, one of the problems, one of the problems I see around here is a lot of that. There's a lot of people on welfare who don't know any different. Educate them. There's a lot of people who don't understand about the the principles and the you know things that can help them educate them education is one of the biggest problems i think i think is in our society i agree period well in our community well well it's not just our community i feel like it's spread to where uh i think it's a lot more than what we realize as far as being educated when you have people and there are facts right straight up facts like from a scientist who went to school to do this shit and he's got a fact for you and you're not willing to accept it. Right. That is a problem. Yeah. That's the problem is called negligence. Yes. Yes. But it's also educational. Yeah. Those people have been taught not to accept it. Well, that's like, you know, what I heard with marijuana and cannabis my whole life. What have you been taught? That's the devil's weed, son. (laughs) Devil's lettuce. Yeah. Better look out. Yeah, yeah. You I mean, smoke was, it. There was actually, I think, I seen a thing the other day. This dude said he took a hit of it and he turned into a bat. And that a was bat. in 1962 or something or something. I'm pretty something sure like something that. else was in there with that. No, <laughs> it was a lie. It was a lie. Because oh. you didn't turn into a fucking bat. Yeah, <laughs> there ain't no weed, bro, that makes you turn into a bat. Or uh, you don't you don't smoke the the herb. And then decide to eat somebody's face off like down in Florida when he was smoking spice. I feel like you could maybe hallucinate one if you did like some edibles. But that's as far as it goes. You're not going to turn into a Hallucinate as far as like continuously laugh to the point where you don't know what the fuck's going on and you're hungry as hell and then you pass out. Yeah. I ain't never hallucinated off marijuana. Dude, I have tried to OD on weed. Didn't work, huh? <laughs> I went to bed. I ate a shit ton and I went to bed. And slept it off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I woke up the next day like, whoa. You know, like that was something else. But I, I've never 
the first time I ever ate a true edible, I was up in Michigan uh, with one of my buddies and uh, well, two of my buddies and one of their girlfriends, and we were at a, uh, I think we were at Chili's or something. I think we went to a Chili's. But we were up there, and we went, and before we had went, we, had, we were in, uh, it was when they first went legal, you know? And it was probably like seven, eight years ago or something. And uh, we're sitting there, and we eat a little bit of this thing called a bang bar. It was 150 milligrams of THC. Had no clue, you know? God damn. Each one of us got a bang bar, and we started eating on one. Whatever. I have no. I think we didn't. None of us ate a whole one. I don't think. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think we got pretty close, uh, a piece. Yeah. On eating one, and uh, we go and we sit down at Chili's, and I was driving. You know. Well, by the time we left the restaurant, I wasn't driving. Period. <laughs> like, I couldn't even order. You know, like I yeah. was sitting there, like trying to talk to the waitress, and I couldn't order. I finally got my food out. We ate. We uh, I couldn't drive. I went back. We get to his house and we're sitting there. We start trying to play video uh, games. Couldn't even play video games because we're hysterically laughing, <laughs> like to the point where my stomach hurt. The next day, I woke up. My face was sore. Oh yeah, you know, like yeah. it was a good time. Good time yeah, and uh, it was beautiful. Yeah. you know, but but I had no clue. Hell, I I had no idea. But they never hurt me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you didn't at, wake up throwing up. At no point up. did I wake up the next day and I was like, oh, my body says I have to have another one. Your your mouth was sore <laughs> from smiling too much. Exactly. <laughs> that was the side effect. <laughs> yeah, that's... Not a bad side effect. No, that's something to say about that too, man. I, so what... i seen on your Facebook and stuff, like you share like that hempcrete. What the fuck is that? Okay, so <laughs> you can take... And, and this is not just like the... Uh, the the thing of the plant it, it's not the flower it's stems stuff that people think aren't useful right uh, the the hemp plant not just hemp marijuana too has an, an extremely good amount of fiber and when i say good it's useful you can make rope textiles it's not it's not just some weed that is not strong enough because can't just take a fiber that's not durable and make rope right it'll break i've tried i've it'll, tried with grass I've tried with it'll break everything in in the woods you know you know the only thing i've learned over my years one time i was in jail and these dudes were making ropes out of toilet paper and it worked you know and i was sitting there and watched them make a rope i was like what the hell are you making that for and they were like ah fuck we're bored you know <laughs> but i was like i thought they was trying to like hurt themselves like yeah <laughs> you know hurting themselves yeah but something. that's because it's got high fibers and it's it. got high fibers so the the fiber in the plant is very very useful and uh it, it's not just the fibers in the plant like i said the heart of the plant the hemp hearts uh i saw a thing where they were making japanese mayonnaise right guess what they're using that hemp heart hemp heart they make mayonnaise out of it really yeah it blew my mind too i'd like dude i just constantly look japanese at, at stuff that it's good for yeah because i i don't want to be ill-informed from somebody who says that it's only got this many uses the uses of the hemp plant and and, and obviously if it says hemp we're meaning marijuana you know 
like, yes, hemp is the cousin that has basically a federal law came out and was like, all right, you can't have this much THC. And these guys were so good. They said, okay, we'll play by your rule book. We're going to go make it to where it's okay. So they did that, you know, and now they can't really argue with it because they're there. Yeah. And it's helping people. It's great, man. Why would you? Dude, my dad broke his back a long time ago. I mean, he was like 38, I think. And uh, he's 53 now. And he's had three back surgeries. And he's been on pain pills since like, I don't know, like 2006. The beginning of it. Yeah. yeah. And he gets up some mornings. If he don't take those pills, he can't even get up out of bed, you know. And he can he gets around and runs the farm up there with fucking 12 horses. But, I mean... He just pushes himself through through. It's tough, but when he runs out of those pills, dude, he it's gets cranky. You know, he's hurting. He's in pain. It's not just and about that. It's a, it's, it's a. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's up there too, and it's chemically I just, proven. Too. I well, I just recently turned him on to CBD, and uh, he spent two hundred dollars on product, lotion, oils, and all that to put on his back and where he hurts and stuff. And uh, he was telling me that he's been putting that cream on his arthritis. Arthritis don't away. hurt no more, no, right? No, it don't hurt. My mom's got arthritis in her hands. Yeah, I've yeah. actually, I started getting the carpal tunnel. You'll get it from where you were in the military, brother. You, you yeah, holding the rifle like yeah. this and everything. And then, of course, playing video games too. You'll get it from moving my thumb all the time. <laughs> playing video games. Yeah. <laughs> so, I play a lot of Call of Duty. I, I have over my life, I'm yeah. Just, I don't play video games no more, but I used to. Well, when there's, like, no kids around you, there wasn't much to do when it was dark, you know? Yeah. So I would, I would go inside and play video games when it get dark when I was Shit. a kid. I've liked them since then, but that's <laughs> all, I got a gaming channel on YouTube as well, so. That's cool. Yeah, but I get the carpet tunnel from that, moving that thumbstick What's around What's your games? Um, I like building games, like games you can, Like you know, Minecraft type building no, games? Or? Yeah, I like Minecraft, but I also like the more, like, realistic kind of in-depth see i ain't been on a video games. game since like xbox one and you can put goggles on now and go into them that's scary <laughs> it's great <laughs> <laughs> it's like i can get out of this real world yeah and just go for to a this minute. other one <laughs> <laughs> well I, there's other things for that too obviously right but, <laughs> yeah but yeah i go but, look for rocks <laughs> yeah <laughs> well <the> creek. <laughs> yeah <laughs> That last year at that uh, one of those bashes, the the mayor set up, you know, all the city set up for us. Um, it was the one in October, September one. October, moonlight September, festival. moonlight, yeah. Was it moonlight? Must I think have been. it was moonlight. Well, there was some dudes down here from Louisville with like some kind of Louisville hemp trailer or whatever. Yeah. And uh, they had cream and all that stuff. And I took so, my hand was actually hurting that day because me and him had been working on that house all weekend. And from slinging a hammer, my fucking wrist and stuff was hurting. Tightened up. Yeah. Only. Yeah, it tightened up. And uh, I told my wife, I was like, I'm going to try some of that. And that dude was like, Yeah, dude, here, let me rub it on for you. And he fucking takes it out. It's like kind of like a brownish white color. Yeah. And he like rubs it all over my hand, just kind of puts it in. Dude. I'm not even shitting you. Five minutes later, my hand feels fucking great. And he said, all it is is CBD, man. He goes, that's all it is. He goes, it's the lotion. And he goes... You would know if it wasn't. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it even smelled good. I was like, the fuck is this stuff? Dude, this is amazing. And that was like really my first time using CBD to help 
something that hurt. I was surprised how fast it worked, you know. And so I get to think about my dad. I'm like, dude, you're talking about your arthritis all the time and how your hands hurt and stuff. I was like, try this CBD cream, man. It ought to help. And he's been using it. Ever since, yep. ain't he? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's See, great, that, man. And when uh, I started the whole CBD, or, well, the, the whole thing, like, with me was last summer – I was on vacation with my family, and right before that, I I had gone through some shit, you know what I'm saying, and I was kind of like down and out, and then I realized like, man, I just, I, I quit everything and started smoking. That's what happened with me, and, and edibles and whatever, but I did that as yeah. a preventative thing for me yeah, uh, and my health, and uh, it worked, you know, and then as I was doing it, I believed in it enough to where i was like okay i think i want to learn more it's great man i'm glad you did i think i want to know more you know like if it helped me maybe it could help somebody else if it can help somebody else and they don't know how to uh to get it going and i could help them i would rather be able to do that and so i started working with other farms and stuff and traveling a little bit and uh found a good friend of mine now you know out in nancy and once i found him i was like what's up bro you know what are you doing and he's like i'm doing it <laughs> and uh it's garnett garnett wilson is his name okay and he's he's fallbush farms fallbush farms fallbush pharma pharma Not pharma just, oh okay yeah. i like it fallbush pharma i like it and uh He's got pain cream and, you know, CBD bud and stuff to smoke. And uh, Fuck yeah, man. we sell it to people down like um, I it, and it's just little stuff, man. Like he's always the cool thing about it is he is he is no different than me. He's a good old boy. Just wants to help. He's a good old boy. Yeah. Like you said earlier, that term right there says everything to me. It does. When you to me said too. that. I was like, all right. <laughs> we good <laughs> cool yeah you know because around here if you hear somebody's a good old boy the rest of the shit don't matter that's right man you know yeah fuck you where i'm from you're a good old boy all right well i want to help you yeah. how can we help yeah, boy, hey, you, know? <laughs> you want me to come out i know how to drive a tractor since i was nine years old hey, so let's go i'll plow for you man hey, i don't yeah. even care no, I, I believe i'll you. pull a disc you know for saying? you <laughs> well i'm talking to a few companies right now and uh it's just one of those things where i i i hope that it doesn't get to where the the greed takes over market you know because it it has a problem doing that in every other market well and i hope the the stigma of this doesn't allow because there is money to be made don't get me wrong there's money to be made but there's people to be helped more so right there is so i would much rather i can live under a rock okay like personally just like this thing when i walked out i was like fuck bro like i could live in this thing like you know what i'm saying like yeah a little pro like where i was living before like we had a wood burn stove we had spring water yeah and that's it <laughs> you know like yeah. we didn't have all the other but it wasn't by like uh wasn't like i was struggling it was by choice right you know i did that by choice like yeah i, I love it well that's uh, what i like too man i mean being you know natural 
to your environment and trying to take care of yourself through the things that you can do with your hands on something that's the best way it you feel a better connection with that it gives us a good sense of pride it does without raising your ego because you gotta gotta understand for it (laughs) yeah you gotta work for it and two what you were saying about you know the 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 money and the corruption when it comes to cbd i think i don't think you're gonna have that problem because the people that are really into this are part of a different generation it's it's new times man i mean you know a lot of it is the world changes dude but we all learn i learn from old times yeah i mean guess what i wasn't the first one to do nothing nothing i ain't special yeah the first rule (laughs) first rule i always tell myself every morning i wake up i remind myself i ain't special so that means i gotta work hard you something you know what i mean like say say my goal is to be the best call of duty player there is right i'm gonna wake up that morning i'm gonna remind myself i ain't the best i don't know shit other than the controls so i better work hard that's when there's a a shift i think uh, a lot of people think that this stuff is just one of those things where they can go out and do it. And yes, you can. And don't ever think that anybody can tell you you can't. Because I promise you, everybody can do what I do. I ain't special. There's two differences. Um, one of them is being the fact that they'll give up. Maybe. Oh, a lot do. They might give up. Shit gets hard, you give up. All right? That's you. You know what I mean? But once you've been through enough, you learn giving up ain't no option once you believe in something. Well, you also, you know, you push yourself to the limits. You know how far you can be pushed. No, I don't because I keep pushing. There you go, man. <laughs> yeah. That's great. There ain't no stop. Yeah. Like, good, I, I'll that's go, I'll lose. Every, it don't matter to me. I can lose everything tomorrow. I'm still going to do with what I believe in. Still. It's great, man. Uh, well, and and that's not special, though. You know what I mean? Well, in a sense, like anybody can really do that. Yeah, they are. They can, but will they? No, a lot won't, man. No. That's but there's a, there. You gotta find your own reasoning. You know what I'm saying? You have to find your own reasons to where you want to be able to push yourself like that. Like you can live a comfortable life, or you can find a physical or mental challenge every day. I'd rather challenge. And try to tackle it. Yeah, it's challenge. interesting. It's more interesting. Challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let me be comfortable. Once I no. get comfortable, I'll, I'll stay stagnant. Yeah, for me it was, you know, can I work three jobs and build a studio at the same time? Well, fuck yeah, and, you and, can. And run a, <laughs> Look. And take care of my own family? I'll try. <laughs> yeah, I'll try. But I dude, think you can. Listen, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I love the... What you're doing is is something too that that I, dude. That's awesome. Well, I just want to spread All the this. word, man. And you have the word for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, <laughs> I try. Well, I, you, try. I learned the word from other people who's who's been more experienced than me. Well, there's only one way to learn. You have to learn trial from somebody. <laughs> yep, that's the other way. <laughs> yeah, trial and error. Yeah. Well, but, dude, it's been a pleasure to have you on. Yeah. I appreciate you coming, man. For sure. It's a pleasure to meet you. Yeah. We'll have to do it again. I'll be back out. Yeah, you're going to. Yeah. (laughs) We'll play some Call of Duty. Oh, let's do it. I got a big projector we could set up, play it right in here. Damn, I seen that thing. (laughs) I found the gun cabinet. I was like, yeah, all right. (laughs) Yeah. We have one of those. Yeah, we get funky in here, dude. (laughs)
That's what's up. All right. I'm down. Mike, cut it. We can't talk, man. It's all good. We'll see you.